Tuesdays are for the boys podcast is our weekly bullshit session recorded on location at our favorite local and features its most notorious patrons. We're busting balls, going with the flow, and the pop culture references are constant. We hope you enjoy your Tuesday with the boys. If you're a business owner and you pull up and there's a loaded... AR in the parking lot. Are you calling the police? Fuck no. Say no, are you? I don't no, think I am. Absolutely I am. <laughs> <laughs> The best best quarantine drinking thing I've, I've heard is um, this guy in his thirties moved back home um, and everything saved money and drinks truly or or White Claw and his dad doesn't realize that um, they're alcoholic and thought they were just flavored water so he takes one with him on his drive to work every morning. <laughs> 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 it's like sees that five percent probably five percent real juices. Yeah. 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 It's real funny. Dude's in the basement laughing. It's like, oh, and his dad gets pulled over. Yeah. DUI. Loses his job. Yeah. Loses the house. Now they're all on the fucking street. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and we're just laughing. Wow, that joke, yeah, that but joke really backfired. Funny? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but did you die though? <laughs> but did you die though yeah ignorance is not bliss on this occasion yeah you're telling me heroin's illegal in this state is that i mean we're not in portland can you give me that statute yeah. i don't know where the yeah. i would like you to quote where it is illegal to put illicit drugs intravenously into my arm or between my toes you've been lied to so many times like you kind of don't want somebody's lying or when somebody's legit like the hell you like, no. <laughs> this is a soda whatever he's like that's a white claw he's like yeah i, I can read but being legit like no this is not alcohol he's like 100 you could like tell that genuine like yeah there I would i exactly, i drink every morning my son drinks something but then it, maybe then it clicks he's like oh shit oh maybe no if you continue sir, to read you'll see the government warning that's huh. also like so I, I never looked sir i see the lime that's my favorite flavor i legit i well, the fucked up thing See, is that's when they know you're lying. Is lime is not anybody's favorite flavor. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you, know, you like oh, the shit. lime? Fuck it. Are you serious? Holy fuck, mango! I don't know how many of those are dumped mango. in the ground. Ryan and Hammy want to be like, sip them. Like, what's the, what's the good one? The berries, shit. No, mango man or pineapple. But here's the fucked up thing: is is pops gets pulled over with a white claw on his seven thirty commute to the office and fucking goes to jail for three days, and it's. You know, $200,000, but the motherfucker could be smoking a spliff, fucking like one eighth of one ounce. Fucking, he could have full fucking ounce in a goddamn joint. And they're like, okay, cool. Yeah. Like, don't yeah, do this anymore. I agree with that. Clearly, they're in California. <laughs> no, <laughs> that's, that's here. That's it's, here. It's, yeah, it's not criminal. Yeah, decriminal. Not in Duluth city limits. Well, so don't do that. Not, <laughs> not inside the, so the city's not trucking with it? No. Interesting. It's, it's, it's really? It's, it's yeah. That's why I pop smoke. Oh, it's Lawrenceville. just the county. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, that is interesting. I wonder if that's. I wonder if that's specifically because they don't necessarily have a lot of those stops to begin with. The I, county. I, yeah, I don't know where the county patrols. Plus, where you have the sheriff, oh, the and county, you have the and you have the county like, police. We're like third in the count. The county itself is like third in drug uh, confiscation. I think like it is way up there. I mean, what a this waste is, of time. This is this is a huge corridor between boats coming in from South Carolina and boats coming in from Florida. Like that track like hose. and yeah. boats and boats hose. and hose. <laughs> boats. Interesting. And hose. Yeah. Yeah. But no, well, in my my statement was I 
I don't know what Gwinnett County Police and Gwinnett County Sheriffs, like where they are. I've seen maybe GCPD once. Yeah. Oh, I've but seen, I mean, I, I see Swanee, I see Swanee PD, I see Duluth PD when I'm over at the, but I, yeah, I don't know where the, I get the, the Duluth annual budget. It's crazy. Like I think 44% of it goes to the uh, police department. Well, you got to be driving a Tahoe. I mean, everyone yeah. needs a brand new yeah. Tahoe. <laughs> Fancy all road gave, vehicles for, they gave you know, one of our buddies bicycles, a brand new truck. Like that truck is new yeah, yeah. and they let him smoke in it. Yeah. It was a brand new truck and he smokes in it. I was like, whoa. It's what? One, why are you? What? Yeah. Are I want to be pulled over by him <laughs> and yeah. be able to outrun him. He doesn't do traffic stops. Every now and then he'll hop out if something's popping off just to, you know, be in the know. But man, he'd come by the shop and he'd be telling us all the bells and whistles they're putting on it for him. And he's like, yep, two more years. I'm retiring. What the fuck? The next guy's going to love getting that. Yeah. I, I joked with the wife last night. I was like, the Luke PD's hiring. You know, you know, it's crazy here, here though, like in the County, not a shot, not a Duluth. No. I don't know if I've ever you know, seen a sheriff. John's Creek. Hey, Long Island, New York. You know, yeah, yeah. Like a guy, a guy moved in a Hamptons prior to me popping smoke on the apartment and I'd always see a Duluth PD cruiser in the parking lot. I was like, okay. So finally, you know, a week ago, a couple weeks ago, we kind of bumped into each other. He was heading out. I was like, Hey, you been there long? He's like, no, since May of last year. I was like, Oh, you new police. No, he's like, I was in Portland. <laughs> and I was like, Oregon. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh no, sorry. Not that. Uh, Seattle. He was oh. in Seattle, Washington. That's right. Seattle, Washington. I uh, still, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Same, same shit. And I was like, Oh man, come down here. It's nice and quiet. <laughs> I read it's that. Uh, really quiet up there. Yeah, I read that. Uh, they're all Minneapolis yeah. uh, was Minneapolis has already decided to put that funding back in that they de- <laughs> that they voted to defund. They increase the funding, actually. Yeah, they uh, got to make up time now. They, that is basically the point. Is that time it, it didn't it didn't do it didn't have quite the effect that people thought it would and violent crime spiked and things like that. So like, all right, we're going to put Duh. more, but yeah, exactly. Exactly. My whole thing about that, that defund the police, I understand. I understand the, I understand the emotional appeal of it, but that only hurts poor people. Yeah. In my opinion, because rich people are going to get, their shit looked after by the police no matter what. Like even if that They're budget privatized. is one fourth, even the, yeah, exactly. Two things. Even if that budget's like one four, it gets cut by three fourths. They're going to patrol the rich areas. And then those rich people are going to hire private security. Yep. That's going to happen. Well, that's what's happening in Buckhead. Like Buckhead, the, the, the zone, I think it's zone, uh, zone four. Is it two? Two's Buckhead. Yeah. Um, they basically like what the fuck ever. I mean, like, there's so much crime going on that they're finding fucking that, yeah. AKs and AR-15s in parking lots fully loaded with one in the chamber. Like, motherfuckers got so much in their arsenal, they can just drop one out the car and not fucking worry about that's it. So I mean, could you imagine how that would feel to have so many guns that you could just leave one and not care? Actually, that's not to say that they don't care. They probably do care. They probably It probably pains them to lose that weapon. It's not even my gun. It pains me that they just left it exactly. in the I would take it. Cold. I would take it alone, <laughs> naked and afraid. So if you're a business holding. owner and you pull up and there's a loaded 
AR in the parking lot. Are you calling the police? Fuck no. Say no, or you, I don't no, think I am. Absolutely I am. No. <laughs> it's going right in the trunk. Yeah. It's going home. I'm going to give it a bottle of warm milk. I'm going to tuck it into bed. This is one in three different murders. Oh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, found it in the parking lot. Well, yeah. I think some of our friends here know how to probably change things. Oh, nobody would even know. I, um, nobody would, they would never be would, able to it tell. It would never be. I would pull the barrel so the twist rate's gone so nobody can max ballistics to it. Man, it's mm, done. I'd walk it upper, in. Yeah. I'd tuck it in next to the other three or four dozen ARs and be like, you're home now. Well, even this, better if it's an AK. Case, yeah, then if we're talking that, if I can just hand you that. There's man, Ready there's changes everything. <laughs> this changes everything. <laughs> oh, it's a Lord. whole new world. <laughs> get on my carpet here. Let's go. <laughs> I probably <laughs> teach I you probably the, way of the gun. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> way of the gun. I would definitely call the cops, but I would also ask if there's a finder's keepers policy. That's <laughs> what I would. That's like one of those gun trade ins at like a church, man. Like, Dude, <laughs> cops take a gun that, that things never seen light of day. It's getting melted down or putting into service. That yeah, exactly. They'll yeah. they'll. So, well, here's, this is what's weird. If it's not linked to a crime and it hasn't been reported stolen, it will go into like an evidence locker and sit there for years and then they'll auction and it then to the, the police. police auction, yeah. The police, police can go in there, hey, can I buy this? And they're like, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so do you, I, defund the police thing uh, real quick. Go ahead. From this and this is, we talk about this a lot, how some, uh, a half a sentence gets taken and then it, ignorant people get a hold of it and then gets Twitter. Yeah, and yeah. And people just think it's that sure. short part of it. Um, from my understanding, what, what I've heard from a, one of the original, the originers of the idea of defund the police, it is a, it's a defund the police dot, dot, dot. Yeah, absolutely. And <clears throat> it's lessening their job in putting, like creating almost like a new force to like deal with like yeah. people with mental health. Because like that's, a, you as a cop, you're dealing with a large range mm -hmm. of people. You're dealing mm -hmm. with literally people that train they you know go to school to deal with in years and stuff like that and you get like this month program you're not trained to do everything so we need to right it's narrow they, that lens yeah, they and they give put you some of that very, funding yeah. into a <clears throat> another think, force yeah, another it, so the idea avenue is to of help, you like know. change the militaristic yes. viewpoint yeah. we should change that and anyway. to be more community policing uh social emotional and still have the people hey, for man, the shit sure, like sure. you know not right the, the, yeah for when, but when there's also goes, they're not yeah. always appropriate for every yeah. Yes. You, and, you, and I agree with that. I, I yeah. Should I've, be I've another, known that it's, it's the dot, it can't dot, be like, dot. It can't be like a social worker, police, and nothing yeah. in between. The, like you, Kenny, you know. Kenny, Kenny will be able to attest to this too, given what we do for a living. But when we roll into meetings or whatever the case may be in law enforcement, military, and most of the law enforcement guys are ex-military and the kind of ex-military that, you know, the jarhead kind of film military where they were itching to just cave someone's fucking head in never got the chance so they come back here and they take it out on you know a traffic stop of some kind and yeah that mentality is ridiculous when you go and you're shooting with these dudes and they're just shooting all over the place they got no care they're like i wish a motherfucker would it's like right. <laughs> yeah for, for what yeah it's the wrong attitude and, and you're right what it is is it's a they what they've done is they've given you a narrow a narrow set of skills to deal with any and all interactions. It's, it's, it's binary. Yeah. Well, and it's, it's, well, it's, 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 yeah, it's one or zero. It's, uh, I, I, uh, in the last handful of years after I, I had my, my eyes open when I, when I read a story five or six years ago about, um, some 16 year old who took the family car without asking or whatever. And the parents thought the, 
best idea was to call the police. Well, that kid ended up getting shot. Yeah. And is dead now. Um, and it really, really just flicked the switch for me to go, oh, don't call the police unless you're willing or unless you are okay with the con- the end result being someone dead. And and that's really how it is going back to what we talked about last week. That's really how it is with almost everything. So it's uh, all police interactions for the most part are um, going to end with the, the removal of life, liberty, or property. That's it. If, if, it's, if it, it, they'll fine you. And if you don't pay the fine, then they'll jail you. And if you resist going to jail, they'll kill you. That's, and I'm not saying, and I don't, I don't mean they will. I mean, they are authorized to those. That's, those are the, that's the, the layers. They are authorized to use deadly force without due process. Yeah. I'd also, I'd also chime in there and say that given the current state of the social climate surrounding police officer interactions, there's nobody here. I like, and you know, to where you do get pulled over, you're not fucking nervous and could be some more than others. But nowadays you hear stories that somebody twitches in a, in a car and they shoot right through the back window. It's like, holy shit. You know, I was just, you know, moving something or doing something, but now officers around so tight, fucking people who get pulled over wound super tight. It's like just a powder keg of, of a situation mm-hmm. that could be avoided with some proper de-escalation tactics and, police officers who who understand a, a situation to maybe not immediately escalate, like, for instance, drawing the weapon, uh, raising the voice, commanding them to do something when they're trying to explain something. It becomes a one-way avenue of a conversation. A police officer's like, shut your fucking mouth. I'm the one talking. You'll do as I say. Even though they might have everything in their right to say, hey, you know, this is the situation, and they'll immediately shut it down. And that's another form of escalating. Instead of like, oh, okay, oh, your your leg's broken, that's why you're limping. Oh, okay. You, you ever um, listen to Jocko? Yeah, Jocko Willink. Yep. Yeah, he had like the perfect suit. I don't want to, I'm not gonna repeat it and butcher it, but he pretty much compared it to the military and how many hours and hours and hours and yeah. hours, and hours of time the, the training they spend training versus like actually working. Right. Yeah. 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 It's yeah. polar opposites to what the police force. So they need to add funds. Mm-hmm. And put it towards training. I I would also de-escalation and that more psychology side well, of the things, and not just. I would I would add that I think you could, days in the academy, there are immediate changes you could make that have nothing to do with funding right now that legislators won't ever do, which is I don't know make less things illegal. Yeah, like we I, we we all I mean Jeremy pointed out the the drug thing or the marijuana thing, and I'm mm-hmm. like you know what good, good that's one less interaction. Yeah, and I, I, the only issue I take with kind of foregone conclusion or what could happen, I mean, I just looked it up. Statistics in 2019, a thousand people died by a cop. It's a thousand people in situations about out of millions of interactions that cops yeah. have with people, a thousand people, and some and some of those are justified. Literally, I mean, we sure. see situations all yeah, the time. Yeah, yeah. So I, I think to overgeneralize that all cops are wound too tight or things. They're put in really shitty situations by shitty people. Could it help? Would it help? Definitely. I, I think to the extreme point of, you know, is one life too many? Probably. I mean, you can't I mean, to to say things are going to happen. I mean, yeah, it, we, it is. But I, I think to to overgeneralize, we got to throw more money at this. Is it really that big? It's in the media right now, but is it really it, that big of a societal issue? But that's the point I was making. Was that the media 
propagating those few situations. And then also from that thousand picking the most heinous, which we can all agree. Some of them have absolutely been discussing and then blowing them up. And now there is a broad spectrum, uh, paintbrush being stroked over both the police officers which get those guys wound up because now they think that everybody's out to get them and that's really what my point was yeah. is because we, we we understand i mean we have to interact with law enforcement all the time yeah and I my, think, my, my, my point more were so 100 philosophical i mean we've talked about that before but i think more so and i think i've said this before it's not the killing okay happens and then this is where you get like the misconstrued of like the black lives matter yeah, thing which to your point about the dot 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 on yes, defund yes, police, yes, yes. it's not it's not bl- it's it, not like people Black Lives Matter. It's saying Black stop, Lives it's not stop yeah. stop killing unarmed Black people. Yeah, which is, yes, what well, we're saying. A, there's an but implied what, but the comma is, two. Is on difference the difference is if a p- police officer does kill an unarmed Black person, no punishment will go to them. Mm-hmm. That's why. That's when you feel like the life doesn't matter because it's like, oh shit. They just killed my son and my brother and nothing's going to happen to him. Yeah. And it's on tape and it's obvious and everybody's seen it and you're still going to let them out. That's when it's like, oh, so this, our lives don't matter. Yeah. There's, they, un- they, uncheck, they, there's ignorant people who like aggression say, or, yeah. um, that there's a superiority over the law. Yeah. Like as a private citizen, who's not a police officer, if I decide that I'm pissed off that Kenny drinks too many Diet Cokes and I shoot him, everybody should be. That is a premeditated action yeah. that I'm, I'm having where a police officer gets out of his car, doesn't like, I mean, look at like the uh, Queen and Slim movie, mm-hmm. like didn't like the way that uh, Queen was talking to him. Yeah. So he immediately got aggressive. There, There's nothing, un, you know, he swerved. Now, now they're on the side of the road. Police officer felt threatened, pulls ticket? his gun. Yeah, like, I just want to be, like, Can how I many have times have I been pulled go? over and it's like, do you know why I pulled you? Yes, I was speeding. I was going 12 miles over the speed limit. I was going 72 miles an hour and a 55. Yes, thank you. Like, I can, as a white male, have that mm-hmm. conversation and say, yes, just, I, I was speeding. Yes. Let me just have the ticket. But in a in a lot of situations that that's not the case and and where that that happens where there you're not committing a crime being forward with a police officer but a police officer takes it as like a slap in the face so i was watching a video early and it was was titled cop immediately regrets pulling this guy over and it was a white guy whatever and the guy wasn't getting sassy with him or anything at all he would the guy asked some questions like do i have to answer any questions why are you why are you doing all that? Why are you doing like you can give me my ticket and we can be on just bearing forward yeah. and straightforward and the guy and the dude in the clip editing kept going to like uh certain articles in the law and that anger is a part of free speech and they like made it as like you yeah. can you can even if you were angry and you were expressing your anger, it's totally fine. Yeah. And the guy kept being forward and the cop was like, Why are you angry? He's like I'm not angry. I'm just ready to go. Can I am I being yeah. detained? The cop was like, Yeah. He's like all right, we'll do your paperwork and I'll get out of it. And, yeah, it was just, and I was like, that conversation this, could go so yeah, much. And, it was, and even and that's, that was a good example because it was a white guy. Was, it wasn't even, it was a yeah, regular yeah. white guy. And by him being forward, the cops still was like, why are you being angry? No, I don't get normally people being this hostile with me. And the guy had, had no hostility at oh, all. I have no yeah. doubt. And the cop was like puffing it up and like trying to get him to- Escalating to the escalate situation. It, trying, yeah, yeah and I'm like, so it's like, if this yeah, happens, yeah. so it's not just a race thing. It's a, it's a mentality thing that's- Put on a badge and they and, think they're above and everybody. And you have to do this yeah. and they act like this. They're dickish to everybody. 
Yeah, so not every, I guess not every a, cop. I have, gr- I have three uncles and aunts that are cops yeah. and it's like, close family friends, too. You know, so, so I had uh, an uncle who's in Atlanta, a police officer. Uh, he's retired, pulled his gun twice, fired one round in 45 years Career. of service. Oof. Another uncle who still scary, was though. one of the original SWAT team members of one of the county police in Metro Atlanta. Um, had very different experience, but you, if, if you look at the law and you look at the outcomes of um, just what we're saying, um, a police officer sees an aggression, acts forcefully, and someone dies. The grand jury, um, the courts give, you know, w- why are they given leniency as a protection of executing the laws of the land? Mm-hmm. You know, like what, what is, what is one case being civil another case being uncivil, you know, like, how do you respect like, that person as right. a person to enforce the law when that person doesn't have to obey the law? Right. You know, it's like, I, I've, I've followed everything as a law abiding a citizen, maybe aggressively, you know, maybe my attitude is as, but you took that as an assault on me. And now because you're a, a police officer, peace officer, whatever your role is, the action you have taken to counteract my aggressiveness is protected under law. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that does happen. I'm curious how much of that, uh, and this, this goes to like, when I, when I look at certain cases that are happening, like, and you see grand juries letting cops off or whatever. Um, sometimes I'm curious about what role the the state or city attorneys have to play in that because they decide the charges, right? Like, uh, like I think I think it was on this in this George Floyd woman. I'd have to do my research, but one guy, one guy, whoever it was, was charged with just some things. Where I was like, man, are you wanting this guy to walk? Because Breonna Taylor's one was very obvious. Like they dropped it from. uh, That was a joke. Uh, it went from shit first to what's the worst? Homicide. homicide. Whatever the other one. Oh, manslaughter. They didn't no, have, they it was homicide. It was the homicide, but was whatever degree was lesser. I can't, the first degree is oh, yeah. Yeah. better. It was, it was originally like, and they dropped it to where his max would have like been inval- 10 years. Not, not, nothing. Right? I thought it was negligent well, something. Negligent the charge. Yeah. Yeah. Negligent destruction. Taylor case. It was lesser. Do you want to talk yeah. about a case that Not should have been plastered all over the place? Like, right. You, any, I've from the first time I ever heard, and this was probably like twelve years ago, somebody say what a no knock warrant was. I was like, "Fuck that! Nope, don't give a shit." And that's a chicken shit government thing to do, so people don't have to do the real fucking legwork and get evidence. It's bullshit. And it's not just, you can, we'll need all the hands on this table here to count how many fucking cops have gone into the wrong house and got blasted because they kicked in a fucking door when they shouldn't have. Or conversely, they shoot somebody else and it was the wrong fucking house. Why are we Why are we like still that? talking about yeah. no so knock warrants being a thing? There's, there's guns right. going down the hallway. I mean, yeah. Yeah. And here's here's the chicken shit bullshit about that whole fucking thing. That D, the chief of police was like, "Yeah, we're going to look at how we uh, how we execute no knock warrants and what is going to be done in the future." I'm sorry. You it should have been these are not a thing anymore. Yeah, I think the Rand Paul case was like when he 
was kind of attacked by protesters when he came yeah, out. He was, he was like the biggest proponent. Yeah, of, yeah. When of they, when they were telling no telling him to say her name, yeah, he's like, he's like, I sponsored or I wrote the bill. Yeah, yeah. I wrote the bill, and that's the thing that fucks me up. We were talking about this today because we were listening to stuff that happened about the cap. Like they're still doing investigations on the on the on the Capitol uh, riot and all that. And I'm sitting, and I I look over at John. I was like, Hey, um, we haven't gotten a COVID a new COVID relief yet, mm-hmm. have we? And he's like, No. And then my my like my next thought was, and they still haven't passed the Breonna Taylor Act, have they? No, but we got real important things to do about like when the Capitol Police knew when the FBI. I don't care. It's I'm gone. sorry. It's it's over and done with. And to act like this was 9/11 all over again is horseshit. So let's calm down. Yeah. No. There are bigger fish to fry. Yeah. How about we get Biden's cabinet fucking confirmed? Right. Yeah. Fair. Right. Yeah, 100%. How about we get COVID go, COVID yeah, continuation relief? Continuation of government. Exactly. Because yeah. wasn't that the whole thing about uh, like when. When when Marco Rubio and AOC were getting shit for uh, getting jumping in line for the vaccine, and that was about being content, continu, continuity of government. Yeah, right. Why aren't we doing that now? Why aren't yeah, we exactly. concerned about that? that and, and it's listen. The, I I promise. If 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 one six tries to happen again, we will be way more prepared without any hearings. And and I'll be the first <laughs> person that to say simple. If if there's a group of people who think they're going to support democracy and freedom by attacking a symbol of democracy <laughs> and freedom. I'm on the side of ghosting them. Try yeah. again next time. Try again. It, fuck it, around. It, 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 That's it, when fuck yeah. around find out That's works that, for me. Yeah. That. And guess what? Dumb what? Dumb exactly. White, white, black, Jewish, Asian, doesn't matter. Ghost them all. They'll all learn. Well, then we won't have a fucking race war over the whole thing. So go, go, go back. <laughs> Shoot the rainbow. Shoot everybody. fucking everybody. Wow. Shoot Indiscriminate. everybody. Indiscriminate. Indiscriminate. Says the Irishman. A vulgar right. display. I will, I will say this. He pulls a pin and the fucking grenade yeah, and he throws like, it to the bar. And then I fall over on it. Yeah. So, well, <laughs> real, real quick. So, uh, most, so kind of back on the whole no-knock no warrant thing and like police saying shit that's just like astronomically out there and fucking crazy. When I was in college, I, I lived downtown Macon. Um, very, very common to see vagrants, very common for the, you know, people's houses to be broken into. A friend of mine that was in law school had a guy broken in, break into his house, shot him, killed him. Like crazy shit like that happened. Scares the shit out of me. So I'm, I lived with four other guys. I'm the only one in the house, five bedroom house, big fucking house, corner, right downtown Macon. And I hear like shit going on in the kitchen and I'm like, what the fuck's going on? So grab my shotgun, literally like kick open the kitchen door and two kids go running out and they were cleaning out our pantry. They were stealing canned goods. And I was like, fucking hungry. Like, like still call the police. Like, I think I may have called the police before I went into the kitchen because I was like, someone's broken into my house. Most fucked up thing I've ever had a police. And I, I grew up two police officers in the family, like been around hundreds of police officers. Most fucked up thing I've ever heard. Police officer said, well, if it happens again, you shoot him and he falls down your steps, just drag him back inside so we can have yeah, a yeah. clean report. That's classic. And I was like, Oof. excuse me. <laughs> excuse me. Yeah. <laughs> like, like so people that's, myself and me have, have unpacked that thing so much as people who have shotguns and trained with guns. Like everybody's like, oh, I'm going to your house. I don't want to fucking shoot you, buddy. Yeah, I don't want it. I don't want it. We and we talked about this last week. Yeah, which is even worse. I have a gun with a bullet in it right now. Like, like, uh, but it doesn't mean I need to fucking pop somebody. Well, and my thing is uh, to that, and it kind of it kind of goes to a um, something something fucked up that a police officer told me once is that um, they're just historians. 
when bad shit happens, they come. They're just writing reports. They're just writing reports. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, God damn, that that fucks me up. And and then and if and, I was a cop, that's how I'd be. Yeah. It's just fucked up when I got. But the power of the pen. Write any history you want. Exactly. And 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 it does like to the, and what bothers me about that whole ethos is and it's just obviously as i'm getting older and my my philosophies have changed like i um i i like as you guys have probably figured out by now when we talk i'm i really like um legal i'm really into legal stuff i like i like the supreme court i like everything about it it's just stuff i did in my undergrad and it's just stuck with me and so in the last couple of months there have been several stays of execution that the supreme court has had to get involved in and it just fucked me up the clinical nature of it, the legal nature of it. Like drag him inside. So he has a clean report. So that report is like three paragraphs long. Yeah. And perpetrator did this, you know, victim did this, the end. It's right? all, yeah. and, but if you, if you have, if you have a moment to find a, uh, 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 to go on the internet and look at the Supreme court telling the state that it's totally cool to kill a person, it's, it's disturbing to read. Cause it's like a sentence. And well, because for, it's procedural. And you saw what Virginia did today. they would be the first southern state to end uh, capital punishment. I hope so. I hope so. That, it, that, it, is, that is very likely happened by the end of, end but of it, the month. It does. And I'm not to, not to say that there are people who deserve to swing for some crimes. I'm just saying that uh, I have other reasons for being. So, so here, yeah, here's, a, here's an interesting thought. Like, but, it is, it's, it's, but going back to my point real quick, it's, it's just a sentence. It's just. Yeah. The, the court finds the, the, you know, it's just, it's the state well, has been lifted. And I'm like, but, the do we, do we, but what, what we do doing there is, is purposely not getting any more involved. Though. 100%. Yeah, they, I agree. I you're saying. They're like, Hey, we don't have any standing. Yeah. Fine. Go ahead. It's, like, it's it, the, but it's, but just, it's just the, the nature, nature of, of it. Yeah. It's a human yeah. being. And this is correct. Yeah. Dehumanizing. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Human it doesn't matter. If they would write more about it. Exactly. But like, so here's a really interesting thing though, is like, does, the public display of torture or death detour violence. I don't. I don't think it does. I, I think it just costs less. That's. I mean. I, I mean. I, I mean. I mean yeah. You, you go down to brass tacks, like in, right, in, right. In, like like right you, you convict somebody of murder. Their their sentence is death. And this is going to be very callous, but like, why do they need to sit on death row for thirty years? Yeah. And, and someone would argue that. They could have been wrong, and the wrong person was convicted, which happens. Like the West we, Memphis three, and people right. like no, that. We, we know that, yeah. but like, but like, why does it take? Why does it enough enough that we probably should take thirty years? But like, as a society, are we at a point where the technology and the science is at a point where like? If someone's DNA hits, someone's fingerprint hits, like oh, we have, we have yeah. actual science behind. You are the murderer. Yeah. I've convicted. There's you. some of that. Yeah, um, you are going to death row, but you're going to sit in the cell by yourself for 30 years and suck on the taxpayers' teeth. Nine hundred thousand dollars, million dollars for you to have lived for those 30 years. Right. Protected you. But thirty-seven dollars in lethal injection, or eighteen cents in a bullet. Not in, in today's economy, yeah. <laughs> well, I feel uh, gas was. Uh, they gotta shop at Kroger because yeah. gas is two fifty five. God damn, yeah, down to they're, paying, they're paying market rate for that for that um, rim fire or for that uh, center fire. Yeah, the, the the visual display. I mean, you're you're going down a rabbit hole of ethic and moral, yeah, dilemmas. Uh, but I will 
I, I don't know. I, I couldn't see it. I mean, I, I, I don't feel like we as a society who are supposed to be uh, advancing should use... It sounds very barbaric. It, it, exactly. Should yeah. use a barbaric uh, imagery like that just to deter someone from violence when we as a community should already have instilled in them morals and ethics that prevent them from making those decisions. And I see, obviously, uh, the degradation of society in a way that we've lost a lot of that. I mean, you know, going back to your point about what cops say to people when we, when we were doing training and we were doing um, like lethal force, you know, using Sims and stuff and how to, you know, clear a house or if somebody breaks in, you shoot them. There was no, hey, you shot, you know, Drew, you shot Kenny, you shot Mike. It was, you've neutralized the threat. You've eliminated a threat. You remove all humanity from the situation. And you, that's how you are taught to talk to in court. Like, oh yeah, mm -hmm. there's threat for a variety itself, of reasons. Threat prevented presented itself. This is what happened to me. I engaged, tried to, uh, you know, use verbal commands. Threat escalated. I neutralized the threat. Not, yeah. yeah, I shot that motherfucker Bill sixty two times in his fucking mouth. What? Feels a bitch. Well, and it all, it all, we, I think oh, that they got this a paper boy. Yeah, talk to each other. <laughs> and, the guy that well, and they, also, they also train you. You also are trained to use that language to help um, you. Your, your, it is, it's yeah, to help yeah, you cope too. Case. Oh, yeah. yeah well, no, your mental stability and what you just did. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. That's part, and, of, and that's that's part of it. That's, that's not, that's not all that. Easier for you to do it, you right? Know? Exactly. Oh, man, yes. I mean, de dehumanization has always been a thing. Um, I mean, since World War One or World War Two, what is that book on killing that yeah. Grossman writes? Where um, it's it's you know thing like the the nicknames that we came up with for the enemy and the wars and stuff yeah, like that yeah, was yeah. to dehumanize so yep. that we could Charming. get beyond. Yeah, like like okay. go off that. Um, I don't know if you saw the actor who played in uh, Gran Torino. They played the, the kid, kid yeah, yeah. came out today and said that he's kind really racist. Well, no, he said he, he's ashamed of the movie now because all that oh, racist stuff the, was used. The terminology that he used and everything like that he thought um, was, was poorly done. There's a whole big thing about it. And the article I wrote basically said you're missing the big point of a guy that said all those things realized you know, that it's not real humans yeah. too. Yeah. And, and literally died for them in, in the end. Like, but, but it was kind of funny. Like these words have meaning and kind of the, the culture he, he's now wanting to disassociate himself from the, uh, sure. Lots of people try to do that. Yeah. Now, because it, of if, if we don't, culture. if we don't, if we don't stand up and, and rely in like, in, I'm going to use whitewash history. History will repeat itself. Yeah, that's in, absolutely in, true. In, exponentially like We're seeing it. you know like when's the next genocide like when when is the next china you know, ethnic right cleans, cleansing you know it's it's one of those things that and it's it's really what pisses me off about today's generation that i'm not going to say they're so soft that they they can't handle it but it's like uh, just watch it. Like I grew up watching Two, Faces of the Death, like yeah, parachuters yeah, yeah. landing in alligator farms yeah. and people fucking cutting, sure. you know, chimpanzees heads open and sure, eating yeah. its live brain. Like, like maybe I'm desynthesized to it, but like I, I, I grew up in a black neighborhood as one of the only white kids in it. And I was like, you look back at like my sixth and seventh grade annuals and it was like, 
everyone called me a cracker and I had no clue as a 11 and 12 year old what that term meant, but they heard their grandparents in, in south, the south side of Atlanta refer to white people as crackers. And that's just what, that was the terminology Wasn't it that cracker. Maybe it's one of those things that like my family was too poor ever to, sure. to, to have been in that society. I mean, we were fucking dirt farmers, um, you know, but still like at, at the beginning of, of gangster rap and the rap movement, NWA and everything, the, the use of the N word was very prevalent. It was flown around like there was nothing, but it, and maybe I even desynthesized to it. Like maybe because of the society I grew up in where like I knew kids that brought guns to school and got chased home, um, you know, when the bell rang and things like that. But like that shit happened. Like that, like we don't live in a society no, where like that times. didn't happen. Like there, there was a neighborhood in Atlanta that on the North side of the fucking street was white people and the South side were black people. And overnight they built a fucking wall because they didn't want the black people to drive across into the white side of the neighborhood. And the, the CEO Coca-Cola was like, this is not the fucking city that we're going to stay in. And so you're going to, that's why Atlanta was called too busy to hate. Like, like this shit happened. Like people burn crosses in people's sure. like oh, yeah. Yeah, front yeah, yards. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Martin Luther King got assassinated on the fucking yep. stairs. Like black people got drugged behind car. Like that shit happened. And we need to talk about it. And we need to talk about why it was not right. And as we talk about why it was not right, we can talk about how we can move forward and not make everybody equal, but just at least make everybody bearable to each other. Equitable. Yes. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I mean, it's it's hard looking at kids nowadays when they hop on Twitter and they tweet like how how bad this country is, and I've seen some pretty pretty shitty places, um, and seen what people still do to people, right. um, based on where they're from in the world or what the color of their skin is. Mm. And I can tell you right now, I mean, we're not perfect here in yeah. America. A long way to go, but. It's fucking Way hand over fist than, bigger than, so I'm, than I've, I've hit that age. Places, yeah. I've, I've hit that age where I watched sixty minutes. Sixty minutes had this big thing on Syria this fucking weekend. Beautiful, this, beautiful country has been fucking yeah, ripped it's, apart. It's my favorite this, vacation spot. This motherfucker is born in Columbus, Ohio. His parents moved back to Syria when he was like one or two, and he has an American passport, and he's coming back to the U.S. to visit family, and he fucking flies, takes a regional plane into Damascus, and gets fucking um, extradited. What, what's that? Um, what do they call it? Like where they um, they made a fucking movie about it where the Arab guy, Reese Witherspoon's in it. They fucking just take you to like an undisclosed place and torture you. Oh, redacted. Um, uh, rendered. Oh, yeah. rend rendered. He rendered. was rendered. So he gets fucking rendered by this uh, the Syrian government for 23 fucking days and tortured. And this guy's a fucking everyday citizen. Syrian yeah. Government? This, Syrian yeah. Government? yeah. Yeah. Oh, they're they're fucking like bass backwards right now. Yeah. They are they are gassing their own, they're gassing their own people. Like I mean it is like, if I you thought, thought really shit could people. get brutal, the president of Syria is making yep. Genghis Khan look there's, like a fucking not, school nobody, girl. nobody wants to talk. And there, there's an entire generation yeah. of people now who have missed the killing fields, massive yeah. Darfur genocide. I mean... So long as like Milosevic, Boko, I mean, like, the, uh, the Bosnian, Wars. like, I mean, any of that whole Eastern bloc in terms of uh, genocide. Mm -hmm. it, 
But again, America's number one right now. I mean, you have fucking China being like, hey, America, you need to do better. Really, motherfuckers? Well, it is It is rather silly that, um, what is it, Venezuela, uh, Cuba, Cuba, China, and a third country um, just this week were... Um, uh, had have been allowed onto the UN Human Rights Council. Yeah. Um, and Venezuela was added last year. Um, there's a third one. Well, it's like, all Russia. The, I mean, oh, that was Russia. Uh, it's Russia, Russia, China, and uh, Russia, China, and uh, well, Russia's who vetoed this, the like sanctions against Syria. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was listening, um, I was telling John today, um, I, I, I stumbled upon uh, invites to that new Clubhouse app. Yeah, I still don't understand it. It's, you, uh, it made me sign up. I, I, I invited you. It was an invite. You didn't have to take it. Um, but what was interesting. me? Yeah. Because I want to get in. Do you have an iOS device? I have, I have the app downloaded. I do. On your phone? Samsung. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know oh. that they had a. I thought it was iOS only still. No. Oh, cool. Then, yeah, I'll send you the mic. Well, I tried to do it. The only reason I, I kind of know something about it is because. Joe Rogan and somebody else talked about it. I live, Tim yeah, Dillon. Tim Dillon. And then they went and then immediately and went I, I right had, on. I, but I had one already they before crashed, that. Uh, they crashed the servers that yeah. night. Right after that podcast, they went on. I saw it and they, they filled they up. The, they maxed they up the room. I was telling you this, right? Yeah. They had maxed the individual room and then people were getting devices, a second device and connecting it and then creating overflow rooms that were maxed out too. So they crashed the servers. Anyway. Um, I like it for a variety of reasons. I actually really do like it. And uh, today I was listening to um, a Holocaust survivor uh, on, on in a room talking to four or 5,000 people. It was really interesting to hear his take on things. And he had a really terrible life because he was in, um, he was in a Ukraine camp for, you know, all, almost all the years of the war. And it was in the Ukraine camps were liberated by the red army. Yeah. So, so basically he walks out of the concentration camps and right into, into the Soviet it. Union at the end of the war uh, and lived in uh, Romania uh, or Transylvania or whatever uh, under the Soviet rule. Um, but he did, he did make an interesting point. Uh, stigma. Yes. <laughs> Roman off. Vlad. Vlad. His Dracula. first name was Vlad Dracul is how he pronounced it. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Last name, the Impaler. That's what they called him in the prison game. <laughs> That's right. Um, Jesus. He, but no, he said something really interesting. I, you could tell that there was a lot of these woke kids in, in the, in the, in the chat, um, asking him questions that were kind of, you could tell the way that they were, wording their questions and he he said something that was really interesting as he goes and this goes to john's point about like man there are real terrible places in the world uh as he goes i am very careful about who i call a nazi and he's like do you want to know who i call a nazi no one there are no more nazis it's like they are gone nazis were people that lived in germany and put me in a camp he's like that they do not exist he's like if you're going to call people that there are people who have tendencies of them so call them what they are call them neo-nazis i don't care he's like stop calling them nazis he's like because they're not and i think his whole point was partially was that it's cheapening his experience when you when you reduce when everything is reduced yeah when everything is reduced to hitler everything's reduced to being a nazi everything's reduced to slavery yeah everybody's a commie stop cheapening the suffering of people under those things furthermore to build on that it's the criteria for which they label these people now is a constant regression that's true they keep moving 
those goalposts are like, oh, well, no, I'm not a Nazi because, you know, here I'll prove it. And, and it's kind of like McCarthyism in that own right, where it's like, well, that's what a Nazi would say to prove they're not a Nazi. <laughs> that's like, exactly mm, sound like a Nazi. Uh, you sound like a fucking communist. She's yeah. a witch. You're a witch. Yeah. Burn her. Yeah. Yeah, burn her with a witch. She floats. Yeah. She floats. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Saw something on Twitter that Elizabeth Olsen. Go on. Is Mary Caden Ashley Olsen's. Please don't act like you didn't know Didn't this. know that. You did not nope. know that. Yeah, I thought those two ladies were like I, 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 you know, I the glaring look, the the glaring well, family resemblance. Know, I mean, you, okay. universe. Oh, uh, the chick in the Marvel, the, the, the Scarlet, Scarlet Witch. Witch, the the with the, the hot red. one with the short skirt and the titties all mashed together, bro. I don't, I don't the redhead. I don't, I don't superhero. But she's she's the the youngest sister. The youngest sister. Uh, I did not know that. Like, aren't the they forty? Like how old is how young could she be? She, I don't I don't know. Like, like, like thirty six. And then yeah, black I didn't know how old I thought they were trying to match. Oh no, she's not any of those. I knew they were these ten. That WandaVision show. But it's her. I thought they were way no. They're they're way older than us. How old are they? So how old? They're how young could their younger sister be? Is what I'm saying. Mary Kate and Ashley Olsen. Thirty six. They're like my age. Yeah, I think she's 30 or They're 30. I think okay. they're almost 40. I think they're 38, 39. So even yeah. the younger sisters are older than me. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I like, holy yeah, I shit. Like, what does she do when she, she looks at her older sisters and just be like, wow, she, thanks for doing all the fucking fucked yeah, up I'll shit. I'll tell you what she does when she looks at her older sisters. She says, thanks for giving me all the good genes. Yeah, exactly. Well, not marrying old dudes uh, and then getting into abusive stop. relationships. They just didn't eat well. Okay. <laughs> no, you mean they okay, yeah, didn't eat on purpose. Period. <laughs> no, yeah, they, no, they ate. They just, <laughs> they just, just put that Scarf finger back there. There's so many terrible it. jokes. I wonder if they were in that <laughs> chat room with that dude. <laughs> Nothing terrible oh about God. it. <laughs> they admit it. They know. We know. Um, and we're canceled. So, so about eating. So How is that? Olsen twins, 34. The Olsen twins are 34. Really? That it? So wow. she's 20. She's the 80s baby. She was Elizabeth born in Elizabeth Olsen is born in 1989. Okay. Still 1989. So, so she's 31. 31. So she's okay. Actually, her birthday was last week. 32. Happy birthday, 32. darling. That's she looks just like them. Yeah, the yeah, family now, resemblance. Now when I see it, because I saw a picture it, of yeah, them. Yeah, once you it. say it, then it like I rec- Now I know up. who her character Actually, was you in Captain America. Yeah, yeah. She looks so great in those movies. Um. But Yumsies. no, what's interesting is I wonder if it's because the Olsen twins have so have been not a thing for so long. I, America sort of completely forgotten about that. What, what would you guess? I'm going to look this up. Go around the room real quick. The celeb, the net worth. If we're looking at celebrity net worth of each one of the Olsen twins. Let's just say it, Mary Kate. So Olsen. splitting their net worth. Splitting their net worth. Each one of them. Each one of them is probably. I th- they have a billion dollar company, so. I would say each one is probably worth 1.7 billion. You think they're in the billions? The Olsen I, twins? I, I, think I think collectively they're, they're in the billions. I think collectively. I would That's say where each. I would go. I would I collectively, say, yeah. you would say, okay. I say collectively. Holy shit, dude. I was going to be like 10, 12 million each. <laughs> no, no, no. They have a clothing company. The clothing company, the video games. The books, the, games, the movies. Yeah, they the had books, like the all movies, the, yeah. the shows, the yeah. apparel. The, the, so what? They couldn't They couldn't buy a fucking subway or something? Get some sandwiches in their bodies? Like, how do they not eat them? They skip, they skip that shit. Like, are they buying, like, a Subway franchise? I don't know where you're going. Mm-hmm. I, I think they food. may, may want to get down. Down. I'm, the the man. I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure they were up. staying away from Jared, if you get my, if you get my meaning. <laughs> well, yeah, now they're too old. <laughs> Is he still in jail? <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. He's, He's actually, I, I heard so. that he got his shit pushed in. You got a guess? What you got? Uh, I don't. Uh, One dollar. 
<laughs> That's my I'm guess. Going, I'm doing prices right rules. <laughs> Two hundred and fifty million dollars so each, each, each a piece. So they're so five hundred five hundred million dollar. Yeah, they're okay. five hundred million dollar. Can you look up what their their highest net worth was? Because that's current. Because I would argue that at one point they were worth way more, right? Yeah. Oh, they were like the yeah. Because they were all over the place, the, like, all over the place. The twins, Jesus Christ, parents made all them twins made all them movies. No, that was Lindsay Lohan who made all those movies. What kind of movies are you talking movie. about? I wish Lindsay Lohan she made was movies before too. Before them, for her, she was for before her. the twins. No, twins no. first. Twins, twins were twins first. first. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Full house. They, they, they were making all. They were before. Yeah. They were before yeah. her. And then yeah. she did the. Uh, what was the movie? The, what was the one? Full House ran until 2003. How crazy is that? I did not know that. Yeah. Hold did on what? a second. Who did what movie? Drew? Full House ran until 2003. Uh, who were we just talking? Lindsay Lohan. She yeah. did the movie where she played the twins. Yeah. Uh, uh, that was Pear Trap. Pear Trap. Thank you. That was a remake. It was a remake. Yep. Before I forget, Drew was just looking at something that I forgot. Obviously, we need to talk about Tiger Woods. Yeah, we got to yeah, talk about did, that. We had a lot to unpack on that one. So let's just that let's just let's just talk about Tiger Woods here real that quick. And on, and all their net worth now is about as highest as it's been. Okay, I'm going through like okay. looking at previous things and stuff. I will say so. this in regards to Tiger Woods, and I'll end it here as well. We don't need to talk about it further. He's done. Moving on. The end. He's Next so topic. But, but here's here's my thing. Like how, how big of a clusterfuck is this for Genesis though? Mm. He oh, is he, he crashed a, one. He, regardless of what his speed was, was you, that the logo on the side? Yeah. yeah so yeah, he yeah, was. Yeah, so he yeah, is the. I was so this literally a question I had. I was like, what is that on next, the side of his? Next girl? season. So he is the. Um, host of the Genesis Invitational. So yeah. technically every golfer that plays at that, he has invited to the, so there's some selection things, but like he sends out an invite. So he yeah yesterday he did some things for Discovery Plus with Dwayne Wade and yep, Kevin Spade yeah, yeah, yeah. and things like that. And I will say if you look up the Dwayne Wade things, his his eyes are heavy, oh, glassed over uh, all like, the all the, the I, memes I, and stuff I, over the day like, before that. Yeah. I'm sorry. He he had back surgery a month ago. Like you're on your fifth back surgery. Like you're He's not, awesome. you're not some, but the motherfucker is worth millions, 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 like lots of zeros. Why is he driving himself anywhere? That's, Thank you. That's Drew. the Thank, thing. Like, yeah, I'm what saying, the fuck? This, like this whole why, thing could have been avoided if why, he had just used these, his driver. These guys who are yeah. multimillionaires yeah. can t- fucking pay the valet five grand. Or pay? To drive you home. I would have paid my own money to fly out there and drive him for free. For free. Well, yeah. you probably don't want to get in a helicopter in Southern California right now. Ooh. I mean. Ooh. <laughs> Dehumanized. <laughs> <laughs> in fairness. Hashtag too soon. No, it's been over 25 days. We can make those oh, jokes. okay. Good to in know. In fairness. <laughs> yep. But, I mean, like. You've got it. You have enough money yeah. to have a guy making fifty thousand dollars a year who is with you three hundred and sixty-five days a year, wherever you want to go, wherever sir. Wherever you need to yep. go, driving your own fucking car yeah. or a car that Drives the fucking too. golf course just gave you yeah. to drive. Bro, anybody will give you a car. If Tiger was at the golf course, like, yo, I need your car. But yeah, here you go. yeah, um, here's the keys. Um, Can you just like sign it? Yeah, this, 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 you'll be. I'd be like, it, it I'll get the Uber. The, yeah, I'll figure out to the I'll Brett find Reed it. situation. You know where this dude, you know, 
apparently who, he was who, a, who has a bunch of money. Seven forty five in the morning. Gets in behind a car where he he was, was on his way to meet up with when uh, has, Rogers and someone or uh, Drew Brees and someone else for something they were doing in the there. Discovery Plus. They, they they had, yeah. yeah, they had something at seven a.m. So you talking about yeah, the yeah, so, uh, influenza or the uh, affluenza. affluenza kid? No, Brett Reed, the the son of Andy Reed, uh, oh, a couple yeah, days fair, before, fair. Oh, yeah, 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 you yeah, know, yeah. got drunk, smashed into a family, bunch of kids in a coma, one, well, one kid's in a coma. Is that the same? They recovered. They recovered. Yeah, yeah. that so, kid. That but, kid has had problems too, right? Britt, he's constantly. Yeah, he, he had some like DUIs. Third, but like, yeah, he's had a few. Right. This is another situation where it's like, hey man, if I had that kind of money and I knew I was going to be out boozing and I had that little nick on my report, I'd be like. I mean, there's an app on my phone. Yeah. Even I can do it. Uber. And I'm Uber's wherever I need to go. Super easy, man. Uh, well, uh, like, what? I, I guess, I don't know what this is. I've, I've left my car plenty of places when I'm like, now nah, uh, I'll come back and grab that. Well, and, but you know what Tampa Bay Uber. did when, J- when Jameis Winston got there? They had a motherfucker on him 24 hours a day. He didn't drive himself anywhere. Yeah. He didn't go anywhere. Yeah. No. He, he, he had a security guy with him literally 100% of the right. time. And it's just, and so it goes back to like, the Bush twins getting arrested for underage drinking and everything like they had secret service in the booth next to him, but it's not the secret service agents duty to stop them from ordering alcohol or showing fake IDs. But in this case, when you are a high profile person or a person of privilege, like motherfucker pay somebody to drive you. Well, so this is not being high profile. If you make, over hundred thousand dollars a year, you can afford an Uber. So it really the, is, yeah. I agree with that. So, I agree with that. And I, I will say this: from what what I heard today, is the officer said that yeah, the officer said that he had no problem answering questions. He was in a lot of pain, of course, because his leg was smashed. But he he was able to answer his name. They didn't see any impairment. And then listening to people, evidently that road is like has a lot of wrecks because it. The speed limits is low. People usually go over it, and it's got sharp turns on it. So, like, they have a lot of wrecks right there. So, to yeah. jump to the conclusion of, hey, maybe maybe he, you know, maybe we he was were, just going too fast and everything along those lines. We were listening to the press conference with the sheriffs, uh, the sheriff on the way over here tonight, and uh, that's one of the, a lot of the questions were, you know, impairment, stuff like that, and the sheriff said there was no, there was no impairment. All the tests came back negative. Um he didn't. He didn't elucidate. Uh, he said that they were dealing with uh, another wreck because of all the f- the rubberneckers. Um, but the way it sounds is that this was probably just someone with the, not with familiar the, with the roads and and, lost and, and put their had their pedal down and just lost control. Maybe well, and you know my uh, a secondary thing is maybe texting. Yeah. Yeah. Texting those dick pics to uh, I don't I want to I, I definitely I definitely local Perkins waitress what's worse what's worse what's worse Tiger Woods with a Perkins waitress or Chipper Jones with a Hooters waitress I mean Perkins waitress hundred I mean Perkins waitress is better. I love Chipper Jones but he's no Tiger Woods I mean <laughs> Tiger Tiger Woods oh, just bag anything that no. that he True. wanted I uh I got I was concerned because when they said that they had to use the jaws of life to get him out I thought that they had just called Elon with a nine iron and yeah. it was to, to hit to hit him out of the car <laughs> What do you got there They this came back and did eight. say they didn't use the jaws of life Oh bag. they did not though uh, They okay. did not actually use the jaws of life Oh that's that was that's because that was, it was that's a pitching point turned out to be I think that's what the sheriff was talking about, how it's, or no, the EMS or the head of the fire department was saying that that's all part of a package that they used to extricate him, but it yeah. wasn't actually, they didn't yes. pull him out. Yeah, They actually yeah. just opened the door. But let's, let's, <laughs> let's, oh, what's up, man? How you doing? 
<laughs> Let's talk long term here. Um, the car, the, the car, like rolled, like oh, it rolled. All the shit feet, was right? out. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was. Well, they up. Put, they they put all of his bags together and had a, a Tiger Woods hat on top of the bag. I was like, man, that's fucking that's brutal. That's, he was that's literally he was literally trying to put his angle back together. He's like, yo, product placement. You drop that, that hat yeah, there on like, top yeah, of that yeah, stuff. Make sure you get a four pack of Monster. Turn that. Turn that. A publicist showed up right behind him. Yeah, honestly, the guys in in at the Genesis marketing were like, God damn, look at that symbol just looking right up at that helicopter camera. The vehicle flipped 17 times. Our yeah. five, yeah. Star yeah. I mean, five star crash rating. Five star crash rating. Tiger yeah. Woods is alive because of us. Yeah. Any of the vehicle that would have been No, it's going to be 18 times. It'd be like, well, shit, the car got to 18 quicker than Tiger did. <laughs> oh, shit. Only way Tiger got to 18. Well, I, t- I tweeted out today. I was like, so I guess this means Tiger's not coming to Augusta? No Augusta's. Yeah. <laughs> I did have a no, I, I no did, more golf. I did have a funny one that I don't no know. More golf? It's a little, no more golf. A little uh, more. Nah, he a, a little a little inappropriate, did but it's pretty good. Fucked up, like if if up. he 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 had compound fracture of his leg, he's yeah. in surgery. They're like we're putting it. Literally, they're like yeah. like fucking robocopping him back together. Him and fucking Phil they, will be battling. They did it five times. Robocop. God, we're missing opportunity. Had a drop. No medicine's crazy, and with that much money. Sure, I think like, he'll I'm be not fine. Saying that he'll he's be on not, the champion stuff. It, well, that's the thing. Like he'll go, he'll he'll get surgery. They'll be like, hey, he'll never make healing up again. okay. They'll fly him to fucking Mexico. We get a bunch of stem cells injected mm-hmm. into his. Oh, yeah. They shit. do that in America now. What they that's do stem cell in America? Okay, and they'll him, go to Southern California. Are sharing rooms. Yeah. He's handing out the seven bottles of water in Houston. Um. Yeah, I just I I don't see him. With the back surgery, because you know his back's fucked up now, too. Uh, even um, more so. Yeah, he's going to have to go back and get back surgery. It's just like... Fuzzy Zeller's it's, laughing it's, right it's, now. It's shitty. Um, there's no doubt that Tiger brought a different appeal to the game. He he made... He is the most important figure in golf. Um, ever. ever. I, I would agree yeah. with that. Uh, Absolutely. He's, he's transcended... He made it cool, what he's done for a sport, I don't think I've ever seen anybody do it for any other sport. Across multiple uh, decades, uh, like too. Everything. Except for maybe Lewis Hamilton in Formula One. Uh, uh, fucking he, no one. There's like three countries that care about that. Maybe but that's what I'm saying. But, uh, but but as a guy that doesn't know Jordan sport, I know who Lewis second. Hamilton yeah. is. Yeah. You know who changed the game. Well, he kind of did. I mean, you got to think, coming out of the 80s. Okay, all right, well, I mean, you had the, the Bird and Magic Johnson thing. But who? Michael Jordan. No. This is not even close to. That's none. Okay, that's dumb, but that's fine. Before Jordan got in, they were they were tape delaying uh, NBA final games. Yeah, but you're not talking. I'm not. You're, I'm talking about someone who who took a, a game that was that had a stigma for being a rich upper class white game played in only certain countries and ripped all that fucking shit to pieces. Mm, not really. Not he, all of it. I'm, there's still a stigma it, there. There's it. still a stigma there. I have no doubt now, about that. It's still Koreans stupid. play? I mean, he, I don't know. Whoa. <laughs> whoa. Everybody plays. Do they? Yeah. Okay. Everybody takes everybody. a crack at a fucking golf every now and then. It's like little kids growing up he playing He wasn't allowed soccer. to play at certain places in the 90s. Yeah. In the 90s. In the 90s that's, that's what I'm saying. Like, in the 90s. Right. Yeah. yeah. But... But even post Rodney King, that was early it, 90s. Yeah. I mean... what Name one course he's not allowed to play at. Even in his hospital bed, they'll wheel him out. Uh, Peachtree oh. here in Atlanta. Why not? Is it not there? Why wouldn't he be able to play he's there? He's not a member, and he's not white. 
You're telling me that if you're not... I would guarantee you that he could not get on the Peachtree course here in Atlanta. Do you know where the Peachtree course is? No, I don't. Let's go tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, let's let's do this. Let's crash. There are 39 members right now, 45 members, something like that. Do they all have fucking pointy hoods? (laughs) Uh, There's not a lot of diversity, if any. And they're all dudes. Yeah, but I, I'm saying, is are you? Or did you pick the one course that is like an actual racist course? You you you, you asked the question. Yeah, no, I don't know. No, I mean, no, 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 no. no. You, you know what I mean? No, no. You know what I mean? Like, if, I mean, if the KKK that owns the that course, that's like, not something I would consider. Yeah. It, is of course. The, it is the most exclusive course in America that no one knows about, and it is on Peachtree Industrial Boulevard. What? That's the one that's right, uh, just like in Brookhaven. Brookhaven. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. I think where the guy was shot last year, like two years ago. What's the name yeah. of this course? It's Clubhouse. Yeah. Yeah. Peachtree Corners? And, uh, it's just called Peachtree uh, Peach uh, Golf Club or something like that. Golf Center or Golf Club? Uh, it is. It's an equity club. So if you're a member and you die, your son doesn't get your membership. And whatever the f- cost, annual cost is to run the club is split between the members. And they average two rounds of golf a day. Each member golf, does. I think my golf clubs that I have are from. Maybe course. I wouldn't doubt it because you've got some. Yeah, it's the son of John Portman. Yeah, was the uh, was the, the guy that owned my golf clubs. Can't find anything about it, can you? No, it just says I know seven four miles members north of downtown Atlanta. I didn't know it was that exclusive. I didn't know it is. I still have it's a, a hard course. time saying. That, like, I have a hard time believing that. They're gonna deny Tiger Woods to play there. For yeah, what? Yeah, I, I think, I think uh, he's uh, never that's... played there. Yeah, he's probably never played a lot of courses. What I'm saying is, if he rolled he's up there, played a lot of very exclusive courses and can play Augusta whenever he wants. Sure. And most of the members at Peachtree are members of Augusta. Members and their guests only. Mm-hmm. Okay, so. You're telling me that a member sees Tiger Woods in the parking lot kicking stones and be like, hey, man, I wish I could go in there and play. For most of those guys, it would be a point of pride to not let him play there. Just because he's black? No, just because he's Tiger Woods. So, what if Phil Mickelson showed up? Hold on a second. This is doing my head in, like no. mechanics-wise. You're I mean, telling I get me that part. Just pride to like, mm, no, sorry, you're Tiger Woods. You're the greatest golfer to ever play the game, but we don't want you on our course. Yep. What if, what if in that Phil has scenario? played, Phil has played the course. Okay. Well, that answers my question. <laughs> to my knowledge, Phil has played the course. So now we're getting to the point that maybe it's because he's black. Is what you're saying. <laughs> I'm not, not and, saying and maybe that. it is. Like, may, third maybe, 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 maybe I, maybe I still have a bit of that naivety that we were past this, especially for so Tiger the Woods. The thing is. Augusta University, Georgia, University of Georgia and Georgia Tech get a play, I think, two rounds a year at Augusta, okay? Georgia Tech gets to play, I think, two rounds at Peachtree. Oglethorpe gets to play two rounds at Peachtree. Georgia does not get a play at Peachtree. Oh, that's how you know this. Yeah, Oglethorpe's right there. Yeah, I've played the course. Mm-mm-mm, I'm better than Tiger Woods. <laughs> we fucking get it. <laughs> I, had, I won't tell you what a shot. <laughs> I birdie 14. <laughs> <laughs> Par three. Three, I don't even have the course. Like, they don't even give yeah, you the right. court card. Yeah. It's fucking stupid. It's it's the it's the second most fucked up golf experience I've ever had. The most I'm fucked like, up golf experience is the Federica. Okay, I'll St. tell Thomas. you what. I'm going to reach out, and I'm going to say, hey, listen. Yeah, cool. It's me. 
<laughs> old meat hands. Old, old meat, meat hands. hands. Um, I can't him. believe that. I just, I, I mean, maybe it right is. Now. It is the only place in America that hey, I. Hey, do you let black people on your course? Please, please do that. Please you didn't tell them that. the band recorded. I believe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, get close to the, get Actually, close to the no, mic. You don't. You don't. Yeah. One as party. As, one party consent. One party consent. You're not gonna answer. I, Oh yeah. For Roger, nope. press one. For Kathy, press two. They're on a first name basis. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. You got There's only thirty members. It's not like like Kathy. For membership, right. press one. For the for for the clubhouse, Jesus. press two. It yeah. was there is yeah. No they're like women. Kathy, Roger, and Bill. Which there's one you no, want? There's only three of them. There's no women. There's no women's locker room. Oh man. When the last time I was now there could be now, but well, the last time I was there, I think it's just because they like being gender diverse. <laughs> Yeah, it's gender fluid locker room. It's gender fluid locker room, it's man. Nothing like, room. Yeah, like it's, it's just it's, a locker, it's locker it's room. Old, yeah. It's old, old white dude, white yeah, ball okay, locker yeah, room. Yeah. Like, it's, sit with your fucking towel and a fucking little, leather chair. With the that. little symbol like has mobsters. like lower balls, like they're they're hanging down his <laughs> oh, ankle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is it. Like, in between their, is, in between the is, feet. This is fucking crazy. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna get on this course. Press one. <laughs> Listen, Tiger. As you're recovering, listen to our podcast, obviously, because you're a huge fan. Um, huge I'll get fan. you on huge. the. I'll get you on that course. Huge, huge, huge. Course. huge. We'll have someone push you around in your wheelchair. <laughs> we'll get it done. Oh. Have you ever seen the guy that's paralyzed? That yeah, has like a, oh, one arm thing. Yeah, yeah, one arm. It like like he sits and he like Bee! and like stands him up by the ball and he like Bee! back down. So. um Justin Thomas, so a couple weeks ago, Justin Thomas was out in uh, Abu Dhabi for one of the European tour things. So him and Rory McIlroy, I, I think it, it was a European tour thing. That is just a name you can just mumble through. Rory McIlroy. Rory McIlroy, yeah. Rory McIlroy. Say Rory Roy. Like, they Rory did Roy. this. His parents were drunk um, when they came up with it. Rory yeah. <laughs> McIlroy. Um, they did, it was a par three challenge, see if they could get a hole in one. So... Just they had like Justin and Rory walking out um, to hit this. So I tweeted it earlier today off the Montreux Sports um, thing, and so they're going to take fifty shots each, one hundred forty-three yards. Um, and so Rory jokes is like, I have, I have so many uh, hole in ones, like I stopped counting. Well, he sit, drops it later. It's been six years since he's had a hole in one. It is one of the truly humbling golf experiences to see two. I believe four, I think Justin Thomas was number one in the world at one point or close, but like truly humbling experiences to watch two of the best golfers on the planet hit fifty shots from one hundred and forty three yards, not knowing how to hit the ball to the pin, what club to select, and like flying it. I mean, there are a lot of shots where they put it like three feet, two mm -hmm. inches you know, six inches, five feet and everything, but like totally missing it. Like you, you would think these guys go to the fucking range. They got a nine iron in hand. They're like, I need to hit this shot. I need to cut, cut, um, into the wind. I need it to slice seven, seven yards and come back six. These motherfuckers, like you need to look at a six and a half minute video. Watch it. It is true. Like I felt good about my, my that's 17 feel, handicap. That's why I feel watching Wingfoot. Them, them oh, man. Every every shot was they were like that was the worst golf shot I ever took. Yeah, life. they were that all over the place. Shot. I'm like, that's me. It's you like see John Romney, the, the guy from uh, who was that Pebble uh, Pebble Beach, that Stone Cold Top, 
oh, Italian. Yeah. yeah. Uh, who's like just first tee, just hit a three wood 70 yards. Oh, Molinari. 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 Francisco Molinari. Yeah, Molinari. First shot of the fucking day. First golfer of the day. Fucking duffs it. What's actually funny is building off of Jared's story there about like irons. That dude is like known for being able to kind of do that. But the rest of his game is fucking shit. But, um, but but you look at these like Rory McIlroy literally has Justin like Thomas is supposed to has like a fucking nine iron in his hand. They're like it's fucking great, it's fucking great. It's twenty five feet short of the hole. That's my entire life. These guys are looking at it, going, "This is the greatest shot I've ever hit in my life." And he goes, and they're like, "I mean, at one point, Justin Thomas is like, I need a timeout. Like, I I just need a timeout." Real real quick, the Peachtree Golf Club. This is insane. It is a 74, 74.14 yardage, a uh, rating of 76, and a slope of 141. Yeah, I would just, I would actually just walk out to the first water I saw and just dump all my golf balls in it. I, like, I think this. there's only two tee boxes. Too. Like, there's like, a senior tee box and a tips. It's fucking no stupid. There, there, <laughs> there is now, there is now a, a ladies' tee. Is there? Yeah, but. I still wouldn't want to play it. That's a long way. That's a that's a fucking course. No, you know what I was actually. It, it wasn't Wingfoot. It was uh, the the what was this past one? The Riviera. The when they yeah, they twenty fifth anniversary. Of yeah, but foundation. they they beat the fucking ball around that golf course. Putting was horrendous. I saw the wind. They actually stopped. This kind of pissed me off. He. Uh, the the they stopped the the whole rounds because of the wind because of the wind and, and the and ball I, couldn't I, wouldn't stay still in the green yeah so we'll then mark it and then put it down and putt right away stop fucking around man although I did feel bad for that one dude whose ball was blown bunch. ball blown all the way between Bruh. the bunkers and then like down he had like he went from like a fifteen foot putt to did like a the, thirty uh, yard but, chip but did you see the guy who came after him who was in he was in the bunker, like so you know the guys well went past the bunker, but this guy was in the bunker. I forget his name. Instead of chipping, because the other guy chipped at the pin and it went all the way off the other side. Buddy got real smart. The flag's over here. He chipped over there, away from the flag, just to have a shot at yeah. it. If you anywhere else, you have like you have like the shelf where the flag is. Everything else is like yeah straight off. So he, I watched him. I'm like, why the fuck is he going back? Oh. Oh, so Cam- Cameron Smith. That's why he's a pro. Don't. I know. Meehan hates Cameron Smith. Fucking Aussie Cameron, cunt. Cameron Smith took a five wood on the range during that delay and hit it. The apex was like 130 feet, and he hit it six yards. Came back to him. That's six pretty yards. funny. A little boomerang shot. Um, what I did love, though, uh, that was probably the worst round that day that I ever seen John Rom play. Um. And I don't know. I think it was the 14th hole. It had this big old dead tree right in front of the green. It was off the side to the to the left. And he like beat it into the rough, goes to punch out. And it's, it's actually a pretty good shot and just clips one of the tree branches, like the smallest tree branch on the tree and shoots right into the woods. And I was like, welcome to our life. Rob. I did that last time we played. Yeah. And then he just, and then oh, he no. had to punch out and he punches out and it screams all the way across the green into the bunker, I'm like, Rom, you can play with us any day. I seen the Phoenix seen like a, a shot chart of a guy's, and it was like a tee box, 
to the green, and it was like off the green, off the green, off the green, off the green. Oh, <laughs> like it was the funniest graph you'd ever see. But I love those instances when you watch like professional golfers, and it's like. It's, it looks like it's a constant. It's a game of constant us. progress. Like you can't, and this is you what can't hit the center of the face every time, no matter what. Yeah, and going going full circle. I think this kind of what sucks so much about seeing Tiger out now, which I, I think this will be his undoing. If if uh, if he comes back, it will be you know once or twice at invitationals where he you know goes to do it for charity or something just to tee it up and let it fly. If but, anybody can do it, Tiger can do it. Sure, That's I agree. I'm, I'm not going to leave him out yet. I'm I not going to rule him out yet. But he was also the kind of player where he didn't have, he was so consistent. He was so dedicated to the craft that he didn't go out there. Now, when he's older now, but I'm saying in his prime, <laughs> it was just perfect shot, perfect shot, perfect shot, perfect shot. And then manipulating the ball this way, that way. And we're losing that. I mean, every now and then you see glimpse of it with the with the new guys with Kepka and Dustin Johnson and Rory when he's not doing Rory stuff. Um, Justin Thomas is there. I mean, Jordan Spieth lately has been fantastic, but again, it's it's hot or cold. Where he was like up there for so long. Well, that's so that I think is bigger than any part of his legacy. Is it's not the majors and all the tournament wins. It's he spent. 10 years as the number one player yeah. in golf, and it wasn't even really close. I mean, no. yeah, you look any, at that streak. Any anytime he teed <clears throat> up, I mean, the odds, uh, like go back to Vegas odds. I mean, it, it it's crazy yeah. how just dominant he was and how he didn't, I think he missed, what, two cuts in a, like a 18-year yeah, it's, span? It's like, insane. He just, yeah, he, they he didn't play had, bad. Had <laughs> Rory made the cut this week, he would have had to have played, I think they said, for like 12 more years of making cuts to meet yeah. Tiger. I mean, it was like something ridiculous on that. And then Dustin Johnson would have to be number one for, I think, I like 16 more years yeah. to match Tiger. I mean, it's insane. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, and, and that's, this is why it's so, yeah, devastating to see him, to see him out. I mean, you'll, you'll never have someone who can get the crowd as jacked up and yeah. electrified well, as he could. And it's not that he didn't have competitors either. Cause I've, I've heard that argument it was that the, the field was a little weaker when Tiger and it's bullshit. You had Phil in his prime. You had Freddie couples who mm. was cr- fucking crushing it. You had VJ Singh, VJ Singh, Greg Ernie Norman, Ernie who's Ernie, Ernie Els. Yep. Um, you know, and, and there's yep. a number of other guys. I mean, Payne Stewart was, was still in the conversation before he died. I mean, you Back know, th- there was enough guys there that, we're competitive. I mean, you know, there was still the old guard that was still playing. We're still competitive. And, and yep. he just, the fact that he, I mean, he won the U.S. Open by what, 12 strokes or something like that? Like so, something just stupid and ridiculous. Like you don't, on the, like one of the hardest courses in the country. Here's, I think golf is so equivalent and it's one of the few sports where it takes a lot of, you know, in basketball, you got to be tall. Just the way it is. Football, you got to be big. Certain things. In golf, using the same equipment, everybody has access to the same exact equipment, yep. and that right there levels the field. So, any if you're if you're that much better, you're just that much. But there's no other advantages yep. you can have. You can get stronger. You can get this. You can that. It's not a team. It's, a team. Yeah. it's you can use all the same. You have access to the same shit I got. The same way I got it. Well, furthermore, and same course. Same course. We're playing the same thing. The same way. Like yeah. it's the same most conditions. level. Yeah. If, if we're of if, a sport, you can I, I can think yeah. of off the top of my head. If we're using the same gear and we're on well, the same course, we're not using the same gear, but you have ac- we have access to the yeah, same we, shit. Well, technology so, wise, yes. Yeah, technology so wise. 
if we have access to the same technology, same course, and I beat you by like six, seven strokes, that's just because I'm better. Well, and and there goes to that too with in any sport any any sort of competition there's also the mentality or, of it too. or there is, there is there is some luck to it as well like like you you and I could yeah, but be there's also odds to it right, too so where the luck right. actually happens yeah, how like much it influences you but, and I could be exact same handicaps okay we could tee the ball up from the exact same spot you know on the tee box and you know i have a 1 mile an hour win you have a 2 mile an hour win and that change in where the ball lands can be a totally different from what your first shot or your second shot is for me and your second shot for me. so there there are some things like being able to shape the ball like that sure. talent level yeah. and everything but yeah. yes equipment and mean, course level I, I believe yeah. i believe you practice it all you have you could do it yeah i mean i believe i've seen out on the golf course uh, someone's uh, ball hit a tree and come into the fairway and i've seen another person's ball hit a tree and go into the woods yeah see we all have ptsd from that fucking place man. we we actually got into it uh, pretty heavily, uh, Jeremy, you, you'll appreciate this because we were all there, uh, minus uh, Drew, but we were up at virtual, and there was there was a time where uh, someone tipped a ball, I think it might have been you maybe, uh, and it like rolled like oh. two inches into the OB, and it's a perfectly playable ball. It's, I have a, I'm looking at the flag center of the green, yeah. 15 yard chip, I'm on the green, it's rolling. And just rolls like rolls to the back, like and there's stakes, and you know changes the shades of grass. Like, and some lady pops up there in her fucking condescending voice, OB. And <laughs> um, and what was funny was, you know, I think this is this is the difference between us us weekend warriors and the hackers, and, and like we'll go out there, I'll fucking play that ball. I'll yeah. tell you right now, I'm oh, playing 100%. that ball. Absolutely. And it's kind of funny how, how this virtual golf has kind of forced that mentality down our throat. It's like, well, fuck, you're right. We're actually not supposed to be playing that ball. But <laughs> but in real life, like if I'm out there and it's a Saturday and it's fucking 75 degrees and I've got a beard and two or f- three bourbons in me, I'm flap shotting that thing right on next to the pin. I'm not mm-hmm. fucking, I'm not dropping it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you I, did send me that. It was perfect. The, huh? You sent you that? Uh yes, yes we did. Warriors That's good. Had yeah. like a I, I played interview. in high school. Uh, I hit a ball and it was it was right, and I was like, "I'm probably going to be unplayable." So I hit my provisional, and so I hit the provisional, and then I go look for the other ball, can't find it. Like fuck, so I play my next my provisional shot, and then uh and then I come down, and as I'm walking, I see a ball that I don't know how in the hell it wound up there. It was my ball. It had gotten to the right and it kind of skirted through and was like 30 yards from the screen on this par four that kind of hooked to the right. And I go and look at it. I was like, it's my ball. I, I can play it now. And I didn't know the rule in high school. I was, he's like, no. He's like, you already played your provisional. You can't play that ball anymore. And I'm like, no, but it's right. He's That's like, not true. It is true. It is true. Once, uh, once I've played, made the decision. Once I've hit the provisional and I've hit the second shot. Oh, you've hit the second shot. Sorry. I hit, I, oh, okay, okay, I hit yeah, my sorry. second yeah. shot on my provisional. Yeah. I, uh, I can't play, and I'm like, God damn it! You play, you play, you played varsity golf. Yeah. Oh shit! Yeah. yeah, no, no, things things have fallen apart. No, I, I played, I played varsity golf too. So, um, but uh, I, I played mainly JV, and then I played in one, one or two varsity what, um, matches that we had. What? 
what number were you? Uh, so six is what we, we had. Oh, we man, dude, six, I could have yeah. fucking go back those days, me and you playing together. I was yeah. six as well. I yeah, was fucking no, shit at I, golf. Yeah, I was so bad. Well, so technically I was probably eighth or ninth on our team, depending on what we had. Yeah. We had the JV team that had six as well. Um, and so, like, people were out or somebody was hurt or whatever it might be, I might sneak into a varsity tournament. Um, but in all reality, I mean, even at my best, I was a our, 15, 16 handicap. Our our golf team was so bad that I started playing golf when I was, well, I tried playing golf when I was 17. Senior year, I was like, oh, I'm going to try and go out for the golf team. Uh, 12 of us showed up to, for tryouts, and he got one kid. Yep. And, uh, I mean, no, he <laughs> that, was, he was that'll, horrendous. That'll do a lot for your psyche. <laughs> and so, so that one year of golf was the only varsity sport I played. Um, cause he was a nerd. I was a nerd. I was building robots nerd. and doing, doing stuff. People didn't even know I, I would leave class. Where are you going, John? Oh, I, I got a golf match. I'm going to, you play golf. I was like, yeah, man, I don't just build robots. Dick. Um, nerd. so, so we go through the year. I was not, I was not good. I got exponentially better towards the end of the year and states roll around. We're all in states. I mean, you're still not that good, but whatever. No, I'm not. Um, just kidding. Um, place on the white. And, uh, I went out and I remember, uh, playing the best round of my life at the time. Shot an 80. Um, the cut for states was 82. And my golf coach comes onto the bus and he's like, you're a fucking dick. And I was like, what? He's like, well, for some reason you made it. And, one of our better players, uh, his name was Chris, uh, didn't make it. And he shot an 82. They should have shot an 81. Well, he should have. <laughs> and so so here's the thing. That's how the I had no, I had no, didn't know, didn't know the cut, gave him my card, went on the bus. I was like, let's go home. I had plans on drinking some beers. And uh, they're like, yeah, so we'll see you back here on Saturday. And I was like, sweet, tee it up, snap. I mean, I probably shot like a 95 on Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, and I'm here for two fucking days. My high school golf experience was much different. They had to rent out an entire fucking driving range for tryouts. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> they cut. Yeah, but you cut, in Georgia, like golf they cut every. Is... They cut every day. Literally, the, the head varsity golf coach, Coach Manus, literally was like, yep. You've hit three balls. You're done. Yeah. You just look at swings, right? Yeah. Just Literally, swings, he was like, like, you're done. You're, I mean, he knew who was already going to be on the team. It was just like, I went out to just go to the fucking driving range. That's fine. Did, did you get any rounds of golf out of it? I didn't make the team. No. I, so oh, no. Our there were three days on the driving range. Yeah. And then like 15 kids made the course tryout. And I think... Eight or nine made the team. Yeah, we went through the same. We went through the, so we had driving range and it was like, I remember, I won't say his name, but it, the, the coach was, he was fucking legend. He couldn't give a shit. Um, coach made it just, like, like, he was there for the stipend. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, I think he might have been a PE teacher, which makes it even better. Uh, and he's, he's, I could see him in the golf cart just looking at us being like, what the fuck? Just a bunch of hacks. And he was like, all right, sweet. Um, and I remember being like super nervous and I, I was like sculling and just snap shanking. It was just absolute garbage. A couple days on the range again, like yours. And then they're like, all right, we're going to go out and play a round of golf. And we played at a place in New Hampshire called Green Meadows Country Club. Uh, and there's like a Lynx course and then like a Woodlands course. My like, sweet, we're going to do Woodlands course. And I was like, yeah, man, just fucking awesome. And 
teed up and I was like, and I had an R7, TaylorMade R7 driver at the time. And I was like, I'm going to fucking kill this golf ball. And I probably hit it maybe three and a half yards. <laughs> and there was probably a divot by my golf ball about two feet. I was like, I'll get a coach. He's like, no, you can't just pick up the ball and redeem it. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, oh, there's no breakfast balls, yeah, no on, breakfast the balls yeah. on the tour. <laughs> yeah. I was the uh, varsity girls golf coach at uh, prep school in Miami. We were district runners up my first year. That sounds so creepy. Go on. Go on. Hold on. Let's turn the lights down low. Is this a Michelle Wee story? Have I shown you my Michelle Wee picture? Kenny's putting a belt around his neck. We were, our home course was the Biltmore, which was like a total mind fuck because I could just show up on a Saturday and be like, Hey y'all, can I like I just slide in? I'll play pretty quick and like play, play the fucking Biltmore. The Barlow family owns one, but um, I mean she moved in, but she's not here. Yeah, you can go ahead. So yes, I have I have met Michelle Wee. I was at a wedding in Fort Lauderdale. And the groom had was a swimmer, had graduated from Stanford, was Olympic hopeful, and his college girlfriend was Michelle Wee's roommate. And Michelle Wee crashed the wedding. And I have a picture of me well, and I'm my. I'm pretty sure she was invited. She was not invited. Uh, that bitch. She, she showed up un, unannounced. Um, that throws up all the meal prep and the open yeah. bar. Oh, it was a five course meal. It was the most amazing. Wedding ever I've gone to outshine but the bride and all Michelle, the photos. Right like yeah, it was the great Michelle Wee wedding. I played the the Peachtree Country Club. Yeah, fucking just horse dropping, name dropping. Yeah, yeah. No, we should well, we should call uh, Jer's new nickname is Stories. Off. You should. Jer's new nickname is Stories. <laughs> yeah, Stories so sale over here. I I will find the picture. So here here's me and Burt Chrysler at the um at the St. Regis. Used to drink with him. Pretty regularly. Uh, but Michelle, we I'm in a kilt and um, <laughs> the story gets better. <laughs> and I walked well, in like Michelle part. and yeah, I was good. like I was like, Hey, I'm I'm friends with John the groom. Um, I was like, I'm a women's uh, golf coach at one of the local high schools here, like can I have a picture? She's like, Sure. So she's like I think six foot six foot, yeah. foot. Oh, she's like in that. stilettos and like that even is, more. I'll I will find the picture of her and I like she dwarfs me and I was like two fifteen at the time. So I was like thin Jeremy and like, I look tiny next to this giant. Love it. It's all right. I can, that'll do. Did you hear about the, uh, how Disney's going through all their content and putting that giant disclaimer in front of yeah. all of it? Yeah. It was wrong then. It was so, wrong now. So we don't have to, we don't have to talk about that. I was specifically talking, I was going to, the one I wanted to bring up was the Confederate flag use in the Muppet show episode with Johnny cash. Um, but I want you guys to see, I want to, I want y'all to do research on it so you can see it. The article I read was disingenuous where it's like, there's there's an episode where Johnny Cash performs in front of a Confederate flag. And I was like, yeah, that's true. But it was the seventies. It was 70. Yeah. But it, it, and an American flag, he performed in front of both. They were both on the stage. There's context to the episode. It was very Dukes of Hazzardy. 
I'm not saying it's right, but it kind of went to the whitewashing of history thing where it's like we can't sit there and pretend like the mere presence of a Confederate flag is a problem. And, all the and, and that's going to help bad. anything. Yeah, yeah exactly. And, and, yeah, and, yeah. and this helps that's really every the problem. Tell, yeah, the Muppets, Johnny, a Johnny Cash performance on the Muppet Show from 1979 is this fixes all. Congratulations, you fixed racism. Yeah, you got it. You solved it. Solved no it. Yeah. Well, yeah. I saw, I if, saw it's, if it's being worn as a cape in the Capitol, let's have that conversation. You know, the, the thing I had sent you, I don't know if you guys had saw this, but um, a couple of our representatives have sent all these letters to all of mainstream uh, media, like DirecTV, oh, yeah. AT&T, Comcast, Verizon, Fios, Fios all these guys saying, Mom's hey, listen, basically saying, hey, you know, we have, you know, our... The way it starts, their letter is like, hey, listen. They want they have questions. They want they answers questions to questions. About, you know, misinformation in our current state right now, how misinformation is, is rampant and, you know, it's being misused and and it uh it uh spurred our January sixth insurrection and we want to know what you guys are doing about they, they mainly they, censoring Fox yeah, News. They OAN, want, they're trying to kick news, OAN um, Fox News, Fox News, Newsmax, news, news yeah, News Corp off, off their, off their, uh, and they're like, you guys need, and and I'm like, what the fuck? Like that's th- th- the fact that that isn't being blown up. That's why they. That's why brain. they asked. They. That's why the request was sent the way it was sent. That's yeah. why it wasn't a subpoena. Yeah, because there, oh, yeah. there is oh. no. No committee chair that is going to issue a Put subpoena. Put their name on that shit. Yeah, yeah, there is no committee chair that's going to issue a subpoena, Democrat or Republican, to for the CEO of Verizon to walk in and, and be asked why is Fox News on your on your digital packages? Oh yeah, that's that is not going to happen. It's it's and by the way, a, if it does happen, we are not living in America anymore. Like we're we've we've gone beyond. We've gone beyond. Yeah. Damn, she does. Let's see it. Let's see it. At least six inches taller than you. See, let's see. Let's see. She used to be so good at golf. Oh, Papa Lai. Still better than most of us. Oh, she's way better than all of us. But I tell you, I tell you what, she's not better at, and I've never done it, and I'm going out on a limb. Reading a putt? No, commentating on golf. Oh my god, she's not not very good. Holy crap! Her, her, and the uh, was the. Thing with Charles Barkley that's what and all that shit. Oh, the, the match. That's the match great. Match. I'm impressed that she took a photo of you with you wearing yeah. that. That's what. I, that's what I was. I was in the full kill. <laughs> Who is that? She, she, Tommy. She, she, she's like I'm a. You're like I'm a girls golf coach. Uh, yeah. Got it. Like, uh, yeah. You didn't have to do that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Beto's. They open till ten. Uh, yeah. We're gonna do the three, three and one, for ten. Uh, I don't, it's fine by me. We can do that. Um, did you watch the Patrice documentary? What's it on? Comedy Central, okay. which is funny. I'll get to that in a second. So, what documentary? Uh, documentary on Patrice O'Neill. Bill Burr did. Yeah, Bill Burr did. Yeah, just on cables. Uh, but if you have like the, if you doing like the, huh? What is it? What is this? The 2000s? I know, right? Like, it's well, it's, it's doubly funny. Uh, it's not Kenny's log on to get yeah, Comedy like Central. It's the only way yeah. I can watch Comedy Central. It's it's really good. So uh, Bill Burr produced a, a documentary about the late great Patrice O'Neill, who I right. wish was alive right now because boy, 2020 would have been his year. I uh, uh, he died. Uh, he was he had diabetes and he had so he had a stroke in 2012 or 2013, um, but. Man, oh man, was he was he great? Was he great? But the it had everybody. I mean, they interviewed 
that that uh, who do they have? They had I mean Bill Burr, Billy was on there. Um, uh, Billy Billy Burr, uh, Jim Norton, Keith Robinson. Um, I feel like I do, and here's why: because I I I found, like I was I listened to Opie and Anthony for a long time. And so that's where I, that was my, my first exposure to Patrice was on Tough Crowd. That's the first time I remember ever seeing him and Jim Norton, right? Um, but then fast forward five, six years, I discover Opie and Anthony and, I, and he was on there on the reg. Him, Bill Burr, Rich Voss, um, Bobby Kelly, <clears throat> um, all those guys. Um, so I feel like I do know them yeah. personally, you know, so when I, so I actually had a list that every time any of the comedians who would appear on it, the regulars would go through Salt Lake, I'd see him. And that's why I got to see Patrice right before he died. Um, but it was a great documentary. Like, I don't know where they got some of the footage they found, but it was great. Um, it was like, it, there was like to the point where there was like big J like young big J was they were there. It was just footage of them hanging out outside the cellar all hours. I don't know who was making the footage and they found there was, there was footage that Dane cook had, had unearthed that with like, uh, which was like Bill Burr in like 97. Like they were all hanging out at the Boston comedy or like in Boston. Yeah. Cause that's where they all got started. Um, it was great, man. It was, it was rough too. Like there was just certain things that were just rough about it. Just, you know, his life. And, but I think that I think he died right on the cusp of things like YouTube and, 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 and podcast becoming a thing. And he would have just crushed it now. Oh, he would have been crushing it because, because that he, his whole deal was he loved comedy. He loved everything, but he hated the business of it. Was he a comic though? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah. Uh, but you have to be funny. <clears throat> He, he I'm just kidding. Oh, uh, he, yeah, <laughs> wow, like, yeah. That was like, yo, no, that's he, fuck he, Beto, so you got yeah, <laughs> He hated, he, but he hated the business of it because it was back then. It was it was that thing. Like he would go into meetings with with uh, executives at Comedy Central or whoever, and they just hated him. Which 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 does that's the one thing that fucks me up about the documentary. Right, it's, on Comedy it's on Comedy Central. Who didn't give him the time of day? hated him and they're acting like he loved him um and then uh a lot of the stuff was shot around the comedy cellar which my understanding was barely tolerated him um uh, they, they they you know he was fighting for stage time you know they had no problem with a lot of the other comedians but like they just he he stepped on his own foot he was just constantly stepping on his own dick is what it sounded like but he met what what's sad is and tragic is is that it only took like three or four i mean because shit i think anthony got fired from o and a like two or three years later and started his own thing had had patrice lived fired? yeah anthony was fired okay um and that's why the show broke up sirius fired him but he started he started his own his own compound media network thing in like 2013 or 2014 and i guarantee it had patrice Stayed oh, alive, he'd have a show there, or he'd be on Gas Digital, or he'd be on Riotcast. It was just, uh, oh, Bill Burr. I mean, he'd probably be have to do, be doing something on oh, All yeah. Things Comedy, and Bill Burr would be like, "Do whatever you want." Yeah, he just it he was just something where he had no manager. He exactly, had no manager. A and, format where he could just show up and do whatever he wanted. And we weren't there yet. I don't think we were there yet in terms of content consumption. We were on the cusp of it, and that's what's so tragic to me about it is just two or three more years. 
And you know, like you have people, you have people making millions of dollars without any, without any networks, without anything like, you know, it's, it, it is, it is sad, but it's worth a watch. So if you, if you're, if you've got cable or you've got on demand, like you have access to someone's or, you or have whatever, someone's cable log. Yeah. You have someone's cable logins you, and they, you can go into that on demand shit and watch it. it is, it is worth watching. It's great. Kevin Hart. They interviewed Kevin Hart. Um, oh, Kevin Hart and Patrice O'Neill have a hilarious story. They have great stories. One, Kevin, Kevin, Kevin Hart told the, um, told the phone book story. The phone book story? Oh, told I the love phone that book fucking story. story. It's so good. Is that Kevin Hart was on stage one night, <laughs> one, one night and was just bombing. It was, it was, it was a small show. There's not a lot of people there when he first started. And, and he's like, and the, the one that Kevin Hart I love is that his, his memory, he's like, Kevin Hart would, or uh, Patrice would just, when he was talking, Patrice would just go, Ugh. Yeah, your just make, just make voice, noise. Your voice annoys me, right? Just that's how he would be. And there was one night when he was on stage, and that was that was the first that was the first thing you heard is he was just no laughs, and then he would just hear Patrice, ugh, from the back, right? It was him and Voss, and I think probably Jim Norton. Um, and then at one point, this phone book just lands on the stage, and he's like, Kevin's like, what the fuck? And Patrice is like, read it. There's more interesting, it's, it's, there's there's more more interesting shit in that yeah, book like, than what you're saying right exactly. now. Exactly. <laughs> like in the middle of his set. In the middle of the set. Just it's just the phone book up. Yeah, and he just and he dominated Tough Crowd. That was such a great show for the time. Uh, but yeah, no, it was really good. It's only forty one. Mm, yeah. Yeah. He had yeah. It's sad. When did he die? November 29, thousand eleven. Two thousand eleven, which Almost means Anthony was ago. yeah, then Anthony probably got fired in twenty thirteen or fourteen. Yeah, man, it's sad. It's sad. The elephant in the room is in my oh. top five stand-up specials. He was top named five. after the leader of the Congolese independent movement. Yep, Patrice Lumumba. Oh, they interviewed his mom. They interviewed his his girl. They interviewed his stepdaughter. It was it was good. It was good. I recommend giving it a watch. It was awesome. Colin like Quinn, Northwestern. Hmm. Wrote for at, Northeastern, excuse me. Northeastern. Uh, he wrote for WWE for a while. Like he, yeah. So he wrote. He was one of the storyline writers for WWE for a little bit. It's it's. He's got a he's got a crazy like. He just he he just dabbled in a little bit of everything. Like and yeah, it's so good. He's good. I watched today. I watched. Um. There's uh, there's him on the play Pitbull. On Pitbull, yeah. Show? Well, no, he, they're a character named Pitbull on the Chappelle Show in the Player Haters Ball. Oh, yeah, yeah, Pitbull. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I hate you. I hate you. I don't even know you, but I hate your guts. He was in the office. Yeah. So Craig Ro- yeah. Craig Robinson works in the back, oh, and Patrice was man. in like three episodes where he worked in the back with Craig Robinson. When Michael when Michael knocks over all the shelves in the back. It's Patrice that throws down his towel and is like, damn it, Michael. <laughs> so good. Um, yeah. Oh, man. There was something else I wanted to connect to that, too, but I can't remember now. Yeah. Anyway, it's, it's worth watching. It's so good. Um, but, yeah, that sucks. Anything else? Anything else you guys want to talk about? Did you see the fucking engine engine failure on that 777 headed to Hawaii? From- it was the oh, second was one. There was one in Holland too that yeah, happened. Yeah, so Boeing it was I a guess- cargo plane. It was that it's the particular engine. Yeah, that because not all triple sevens fly that engine. I think Deltas fly the or other people fly the Rolls Royce. Yeah, the Rolls Royce one. Yeah, I mean this this fucking 777 engine. The manif- manifold. What is it? Manifold, is that what's called yeah. the manifold stripped off of it? 
crazy. And the, and they're like the the blades are hollow, and so they think that's actually where the issue is. Is that they don't scrutinize or check the blades well enough that there can be cracking inside the blade. So you see a spinning and it's missing a blade. So they think it threw a blade and it's crazy looking. It's insane. I'll send you some videos, but yeah. So like the people, I got a couple comments on that. There's videos that that people are posting online and they're just seeing debris. They're like, they're, they're out in the the burbs of Denver. And they're just outside. Yeah. They're watching. Eventually someone was saying that they're like, this is metal. We should get under, this yeah. thing they're yeah, like in a park. No man, did you see the one with the fucking the whole the whole, the whole thing? The whole the whole the whole engine cowling came off on yeah. the front side and landed in someone's front lawn. Like people who like, derp. Like fucking let it hit them. Guess what? I saw that on Craigslist for on Craigslist now. Yeah, on fire and everything, dude. Dude, if I saw that, like all jokes aside, if I was sitting at a window seat. Internal combustion. Internal combustion. Yeah, I, and enough. I saw that. Yeah, well, we'll we'll come back to that part. But uh, I mean, for, it, but it I, if I saw that outside a window seat, man, I'm telling you right now, I'd be like, rim stewardess, thing just landed on the shots. They're called flight attendants now. Uh, flight attendants, uh, non-binary Stu- gender hey, fluid Stu- person. Stewardess have been called hey, flight attendants for 25 years. Hey, woman, <laughs> bring me some fucking liquor. <laughs> I ain't going down yeah, sober. Yeah. Fuck that. Bring She's, me got all the the yeah. She's got the credit card machine. Okay, so the hell with you. Yeah. <laughs> We're dying. <laughs> My yeah. wife is going to call this fraudulent charges. Actually, <laughs> honestly, I'd probably get up, sir. Please return your seat. I will in a second. Go straight up to the cart. Take the old fucking tray, go back to my seat, and buckle up. Like, I ain't moving. I, I will die here. I was I, I was on a f- uh, yeah. <laughs> I was on a flight. I hope so, I don't so in in a lot of places in Africa, you have these like uh, British Airways like s- regional flights that are like forty five minutes. You still get beverage and meal service on. Get the one. Come. Yeah. So we're we're flying from um, Botswana back to Joburg, and I mean literally, it's like a thirty eight minute flight. They give Joburg, us a box Bre- lunch, and there are these. Two guys in full suits sitting like there are only like twelve people on the flight. Those motherfuckers, I guarantee you, they drank twelve um, Johnny Walker Reds in that thirty-eight minute flight. Like I just kept looking back and I was like, "Fuck, I hadn't finished a beer." Like I'm halfway through a beer in a dr- in like an alcoholic. So I was like. They ordered like four drinks each. And I was like, all right, well, let me see what I get. I was like, I have a beer and like, what alcohol do you have? And I was like, what, whatever. Fuck it, I'll take Jack. I'm out. Yeah. You're out. <laughs> they're like, yeah. nah, Those you don't survive Juberg, They're like loud and exuberant and everything. Just walks by and is like, this is Africa. Hey, Danny. <laughs> Kenny. TIA. I am the captain now. TIA, Danny. TIA. All right. Well, thanks for coming out, guys. It's always good to have you. Always hey, fun. Thanks for welcoming always me back. Good. Yeah, absolutely. Jeremy, you're welcome anytime. You, 21 days later. That's right. Come from you know where we at. You know where we are. Exactly. I, no, no, no. I wasn't you know allowed we here. We, for, you know where we at. Yeah, I wasn't allowed here for the last three weeks. So. Works for me. Oh, we know. Yeah, Jeremy had the, the Jeremy had the Rona scare. But yeah, he, had the Rona scare. He, uh, he quarantined like a good boy day. and yeah. emerged like uh, like Andrew Cuomo in the or Chris Cuomo out of his basement. Yep. It's going to send him to a nursing home. I was truthful about nursing home. He got sent to a nursing home. (laughs) (laughs) Delete PD came in and was like, hey, Jerry, we got to send you to a nursing home. (laughs) Oh, shit. But, uh, yeah, no, it's good to have you back. Glad that you can get around people again. It's good. Anyway. 
Thank you very fun. much. It was fun. We will see you next time. Time for tacos and beer. Beep, 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 beep. Beep.